Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Mr. Trey Betty. Hey, guys. Is there an excitement that's building there in Fayetteville at, with the approaching regionals? I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know that's not your beat. I know yeah. that's Andrew's beat, but uh, I thought maybe you might start. I thought you were about to go off on Ron Holland or something. Wow, were you surprised about that today? Uh, dramatically surprised. Yeah, well, starting this morning when it started looking that there was some issues, but I mean, I mean, we had videos and content and stuff ready, like he was coming, and mm. then suddenly wasn't. So, yeah, don't don't see that happen very often, where it's just like, yeah, everything's good to go, and then suddenly on announcement day, it's not. What do you? So and I'm what not do sure you what think happened? happened? There. Oh, I, I gonna... I'm not really 100 percent sure. Hmm. I guess maybe I don't know more money, but this was, a, I mean, the deal's never done, I guess, until it's done. But right. aside from that, it was done. Yeah, I know you do cover basketball, so we can ask you these basketball questions. Do you think there's any chance that Jordan Walsh comes back and Jordan found, and uh, Ron found out about that? and said, well, then I'm not going to come because Jordan Walsh is going to be as good or better than I am. I don't, I don't think mm. so. I don't think that's the case on any, on any level, Rick. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Is Jordan okay. Walsh, but I just don't, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's the case on any of those points. But um, I'm expecting Jordan to stay in the NBA draft. I'm thinking Devo will come, come out. Um, they have until, what, 11 o'clock tonight? We were wondering that. Is that it? Eleven o'clock? Yeah, twelve o'clock. Yeah, eleven fifty-nine Eastern time. So, so if if either of those guys is for sure coming back, why in the world would they wait even till now to announce that? Suspense. I don't know. I don't know why they're waiting. I mean, again, I don't know that Jordan is waiting for anything. I think he's staying in. But Devo, I think he's going to come back. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. I question just about everything now <laughs> because today was supposed to be, you know, a fun day where they got the number one ranked prospect in the country, and uh, boy, that went in a different direction. So, um, yeah, stuff like that happens. It doesn't. It just doesn't happen that often, especially with a player that high profile. So, um, I assume any time Devo will announce that he's coming back. I don't, again, you know, I'm not announcing for him. I, and I don't know that 100%. I just, the people I talk to say that's kind of where it, it seems like things are, are leaning. But um, with Jordan staying and, and Devo coming back. So we'll see. Wow. All right, let's talk with uh, Rick. Rick, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Oh, yes. Yes, I do, and I, I want to say uh, first thing off, uh, congratulations to uh, Coach Van Horn and being uh, Coach of the Year, and 
And then uh, I'm not worried about that. I'll be uh, listening on the radio Friday. But my question is, it's not basketball or anything. It's uh, with Oklahoma, Texas, Arkansas, Missouri. Who else is going to fill that eight or nine game schedule for us? this next coming up couple of years. I, I just want to know what y'all are thinking about that and what's really going to happen. And that's all I got to say. I just want to listen. I, I haven't right. seen this, the model for the nine games. So, I mean, I think it's going to be nine-game schedule. I think it'll be uh, Texas, um, Missouri, and Ole Miss. That's who I'm thinking it's going to be. I've seen other no, models right. out there with uh, – Texas, Missouri, and Mississippi State, um, but I think it'll be Ole Miss. You're I right. think most people do. Yep. Um, if they do the nine game, which I think they will, and then beyond that, I'm not really sure. Uh, I'm sure they'll find some way to send Arkansas to Gainesville, but aside from that, <laughs> not really sure. Well, the way it's going to work is you're going to play the other six of the other twelve. You're going to play six of them one year and six the next. And you're right. Right. So you're going to be you're going to play everybody. You're going to play half of them at home, home and half four, of them on the road, and, and then everybody the next at home and flips. Right. Everybody at home over a four-year period. Right. Now, the the one thing that some of the coaches don't like, and I get this, is every other year you're going to, you're going to play five conference games on the road if you do that mm-hmm. it, with the new format. Yep. And I know that, that there's a little bit of opposition to that, but that that's okay. I mean, the Big Ten's doing it. The Big Twelve is doing it. Yeah, it's just some years you got, and and maybe they figure out a way to make it a little bit more palatable with uh, the the five games on the road every other year versus maybe a little bit tougher slate. Um, you know, when you get the five home games, maybe they well, just tougher that's what our, or something. Basically, that's what Arkansas is doing this year. It's because the A&M games at Dallas, they're basically playing mm-hmm. five games away from Fayetteville and only three at home. Yeah, yeah, we know exactly how it feels, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the schedule that Arkansas created, Jeff Long, his doings, I guess. Hmm. I mean, I'm not, I don't know he wasn't the only person involved, but, man, it just you just create such a competitive disadvantage for yourself, and it's your own doing. I do have a basketball question for you, Trey. Evan says from our Asher Record Service company, Life in Feedback, what are the chances the Hogs get Grant Nelson? I don't five percent. Ooh, not, wow. not very much. And you—that's intriguing. Relax <laughs> <laughs> that. Oh, <laughs> wow, five percent. No, I don't. I don't think that's happening. Do you have some inside skinny that leads you to believe that it's only a 5% chance? I don't think I would have said it the way I did unless I did. Oh, okay. Ooh, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, so that means, and Rick brought this point up earlier, since we have been crunching these numbers for all this time, 
on. Hey, I, I want to say this too because I mean, who knows with the Ron Holland thing? That could change everything. Like maybe they decide to reallocate and change everything up, and maybe that changes things. I don't know, but you know, as of yesterday, I don't. I, I, there wasn't really any any chance. But as of yesterday, you thought Holland was coming to Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, I would have. So see that changed. So maybe it changes with Nelson. You never know. All we know is yeah. he'll have 13 guys on scholarship, and we, we mm-hmm. know he'll do that. If Davis comes back and Walsh doesn't, he'll figure out somebody to put on the roster. Yeah. Don't you think? And, you know, I'm not going to say absolutely nothing's happening, obviously. That's only a Sith that deals in absolutes. No, no on the Star Wars reference, guys. Come on. <laughs> I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to uh, figure out which direction I want to go on my questions, but instead I'll just talk with, uh, we'll just talk with Lee. Lee, good uh, afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, hey, uh, Trey. Uh, man, why are we still playing in Dallas? Man, we have played that about five years too long. And Con- it contract. makes zero sense to me. Contract. Uh, there was a 10-year contract, and they waived it for two years when A&M came in the SEC. Uh, yeah. So for two I years, it was 10 years too long. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, 10 years exactly. Too long. That's right. Yeah. But that's it. So there's well, two maybe, years left on the contract. Two years. That's, it's, been very, it's been very painful to us, but there's like banging yourself over and the foot with a hammer over and over and just, you know, and that's what we've been doing. But uh, yeah. So when will we be out of that? This is Arkansas's last year to host. Mm-hmm. They're the last time that they're going to lose a home game because of it. And then Texas A&M the next year is the host team. And so that's that'll be their last time, and then it'll be done. And, I mean, I, don't, I know nobody cares about, like, my viewing angle. I, I absolutely hate going to that stadium. I mean, like, if you want to sit in the stands and everything, that's great. But, like, for me to work, I need to be in the press area. And the press area is so far up. It's just like I just end up watching the TV. And, mm-hmm. you know, there you, you spend all that money, time, and travel well, hey. to go to the game. And, you know, it's like there are ants down there playing football and because you, you're just so high up. It's just. Wow. Can you imagine? Well, Can you I, imagine, Trey, what Chuck has to do on the opposite end mm-hmm. in basically the same position except on the other end that what – uh, where the media sets, he's trying to call the play-by-play. Can you imagine the football yeah. about 140 yards away at the five-yard line on the other end of the field? Well, guys, yeah. I'm just going to step in right here and tell you, I love going to that stadium. I think it's fantastic. And I stand right next to Chuck, and I know Chuck sometimes doesn't see that well. I can see it perfectly. I think Because you're looking at the monitor. You're looking at that big TV no, screen. Not. I'm looking at this. I spot the game on I, the field. So you got but, binoculars. But, it, but it's okay. But I do understand the series needs to not be played there. But I wouldn't trash the stadium. I think it's I'm great. not and trashing it. No, well, the stadium's fine. Trey's the press, box is, the press box is too, it's too far away. I feel totally disjointed, <laughs> just disconnected from the game. I feel like I'm almost mm. just somewhere else. There's a game going on, and I'm just watching it on television. That's, that's kind of how it feels. I will over Auburn every day of the week. But Auburn I like their press and, box. I, Auburn I and like AT&T Stadium are my two least favorite Auburn, Auburn should be they fined as well. by the SEC. Auburn should be fined. Cokes. I, I refuse to go to Auburn. I refuse to really? move the press. Oh, yeah. I, really? I've been, I've been 
I went the first time they did it, and I started walking to the press box, and the guy was telling me, no, no, it's over here now. And I was just thinking, <laughs> the, uh, it, so I mean, it looks like, year. no, I didn't go, oh, no. I'm not, wow. I've made it abundantly clear that I'm not going back to that press box. <laughs> and I'm like, so I like, like, I like to feel engaged in the game. And it's one thing I like about, in Arkansas, we're lucky, you know, that, you know, it's, it's actually, you know, pretty low down and, you know, right there on, in the middle of the field. And I don't even expect, I expect one day they'll probably change that. And that's fine. I just hope they don't completely ruin the experience. I like to go, like fourth quarter, like some people like to go down field level. I like to go like sit in the, like find a seat and with a crowd and sit with the fans and just kind of, you know, feel that, feel what the fans are feeling. Um, I like to be connected to the game and I just don't feel like that's possible at Auburn or uh, at AT&T Stadium. Okay, Brandy. No, I'm waiting on you, Rick, because you're the no, one no, that's no. been. No, no, no. I, I, I like AT&T Stadium. You've been, you've been whacking. I love, I, I love going there. The stadium's there, great. This but, is press box. And the press box, to me, it, the radio booth is in the end zone on the opposite end of the zone that you all are in. Never has bothered me at all. I think it's a. I, I figure, think about this. That's where the Cowboys broadcasters broadcast. Yeah, now, Brad that's, that's what I'm surprised by. I'm surprised that they would do that to their own people. Yeah, just like I heard they were all Auburn, very disappointed, too. Just like, oh. just like what Auburn did. Auburn did that to its own people. If I were the director of the Auburn Radio Network, I would withhold all payments to Auburn University until they changed that. It's ridiculous. I, I, I thought that they had to get the radio people got, ended up getting a sweep or something so they could do it from there. Auburn's radio people? I don't think I had so. I heard something like that. I mean, no, that might be no. wrong. Maybe I, I think that might have been... I thought that might have been true with the Cowboys. It's it's one of those one of those stadiums. The the radio uh, people had like rented out a spot. No, Brad Sham Brad Sham is still right yeah, where he's he still is. Still there. And Auburn, as of last year when Arkansas played there, their broadcasters were in the same spots mm. that we CBS were, so. CBS and Fox or oh, TV. Well, TV they're at the fifty yard yeah. line. Same thing at Auburn. They right. left they left room for TV in the middle, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are people paying the money. <laughs> well, so are there. We're not going to give the radio them a people. Seat. Hey, I can tell you, the Learfield pays somewhere around eight million a year to Arkansas, and so that's more than any sweet holders given. Yeah. So I'm sure it's the same at Auburn. I think they're a Learfield school too. And yeah. again, that's that's more than it's any. It's got to be the worst radio holder. job in the country. Oh mm. my gosh, you got to do it seven or six or seven times a year from that spot. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, our listeners are saying, hey, we just would love if we could go to the games. No, they're saying, I can't believe you're wasting Trey's time <laughs> talking about this. I'm sorry. What, what, do, what do they want to talk about? <laughs> talk about that. I haven't well, gotten one yet. I'm I just saying. it by saying nobody cares where I sit. But <laughs> Well, Trey, <laughs> I, on. one story you had was all these newcomers are now on campus and the yeah. uh, workouts start tomorrow, right? Workouts start tomorrow. Everybody is on campus who's expected to be. That's 17, I guess, new additions, eight eight transfers, eight high school kids, and Amari Wiggins out of junior college, and they are all here. I, I reported yesterday the only thing that was a couple of hang-up, not it was a hang-up, it was just, you know, waiting for the process to, to finish, was uh, medical clearance on a couple of guys, which is just, you know, standard, and um and, and admitting, um, and which isn't none of that's expected to be a, hook, a hiccup. Uh, so 
yeah, everybody should should be able to start on June 1st tomorrow. That puts Arkansas at 84 scholarship players. There's still a chance they fill that last one. I kind of think what we'll see is Pittman hold on to that scholarship at this point, kind of like he did last year. And last year what he ended up doing was awarding that scholarship retroactively uh, to Cade Fortin. So, um, you know, obviously Cade Fortin played and contributed last year, so it made sense to – uh, to give him that scholarship from last year, and then they counted him to the normal count scholar. Basically, he took that scholarship, applied it to the spring semester, and now will be on regular scholarship the next semester, if that makes sense. Um, but they'll have one left over to – I, I kind of like Pittman's policy instead of just, like, announcing that, hey, this guy's going on scholarship, wait till after the season, see who earned it. Yeah, good idea. Good point. Uh, by the way, Trey, this came from Farrell. Hog, he says, can you mention regionals or anything other than the booth at AT&T and Auburn stadiums? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the press area in, uh, in Baum Walker is really nice. That's great. You bet. <laughs> and it's, it's, a, it's a great place to sit and watch a game. Even when <laughs> well, it's filled up, you know, they will uh, put seats over behind home plate. You now have your official, your first official buzzer. Uh, by the <laughs> way, uh, you did have a article that um, – potential surprise players for Arkansas mm -hmm. football in 2023. But before you even think about commenting on that, you must comment on the game times that was announced today. Yeah. Well, I hear the music, so. Yeah, well, that's look, 3 o'clock, 3 o'clock. Everybody's got to figure out about ESPN Plus for the first game. And then uh, 6.30 BYU, the nice time slot for the, uh, the last home game in Fayetteville and what will seem like forever. All right, Trey, we'll hold on to some of these stories, and particularly we'll discuss other radio booths around the conference. Great. Bye, guys. Have a great day, Trey.